Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, October 14. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for the beginning of a, a fresh week and uh, actually an entire new series, a mm. new series, a new Daily Walk, new text, obviously, but an entire new series as well, which is called uh, Followers of Jesus. So, um, Heavenly Father, just want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for a brand new week. I want to thank you for all that happened last week, but I'm looking forward to this week, all that you called us to uh, as we reflect on this new passage, Romans chapter 12. Uh, Lord, may we we see all that uh, God has called us to, all that you're calling us to. Uh, may we see the power of the Spirit actually in our lives, in our communities. We ask this in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Amen. I am reading today from Romans chapter 12. There are 21 verses in the chapter. I'll be reading all of them. English Standard Version, subtitle 1 is A Living Sacrifice. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Next subtitle, Gifts of Grace. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving— the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Subtitle, Marks of the True Christian. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no, repay no one evil for evil but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, for by so doing you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. All right. Oh, that was good. I liked that. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is an entirely different shift. And that's why people often, they get to Romans chapter 8. It actually eight. seems kind of useful. <laughs> it's the I first time think, I can say that. Oh, I come think. on. I'm not sure. Have I said that up until now? Oh, yes. You, 
I might no, have. No, you actually, I don't think you actually there said that. There might have been a chapter really? that I liked. There might have been I'm like a verse. Remember. Maybe. Yeah, there, there definitely have been. There have been isolated verses here and there that I have liked very much. Well. I think I've been clear on that. Yeah. What happens is that people love Romans, uh, generally speaking, until chapter 8. And they're really excited. They jump over 9 to 11, which we've just done. Oh, okay. And then they get to chapter 12 and they're like, yeah. And they like it again. Oh, they like it again. Uh, but I actually think 9 to 11 is actually really fantastic. Oh, and, yeah, yes, of course you would. But. <laughs> okay, so the Daily Walk this week is written by none other than Mark Pastor Wittes. Mark Wittes. Yes, yes absolutely. He, he's coming here, isn't he, soon? Yeah, he is. Uh, November? November. Yeah, yeah, like November yeah. 3, I want to say. Uh, it's first Sabbath in November. I, think I can't it's remember. November, it's November 3. 3. Yes. Uh, so he's going to be speaking Sabbath morning, Sabbath afternoon, and evening the whole day. Fantastic. That's I'm really excited same. about that's that. That's coming up. Yeah, it is. Actually, that's, that's true. A few weeks away. And, uh, you know, he's a regular who writes uh, for the Daily Walk on. Quite often. He and, writes uh, prolifically. He's written, I can't think how many books, four or five, something like that. Yeah. Um, and he writes for this. I mean, I get the impression he just sits down and writes. It's no problem. Yeah. Something that comes very know. easily some to people, him. Some people, mm-hmm. people you, uh, mm-hmm. some people it's can true. just do that. Other people, me. Yeah, it's not the same. So, uh, um, but the difficulty with Mark, just for the record, Mark, as you're listening to this, and I'm going to say it's on the record, is that your questions are horrible, man. Your questions are horrible. They're just they're always oh, so means, deep. See, that's interesting. And struggling, and they always. Okay, let's hear what the questions so that you go. don't want to answer. I don't want to answer any of these yeah. questions. What have you seen that epitomizes the concept of sacrifices? Of sacrifice. Sorry. Wow. That's actually great. That's really, I'm just it's a good question because I well I <laughs> no, feel actually, like they're all good. Like I should, well, what am I thinking of? What have you seen that epitomizes the concept of sacrifice? Well, I think... I like that, epitomize. I think I've seen lots of examples of people doing that. I think almost any parent exhibits sacrifice toward their children. I'm not thinking of me as a parent. I'm thinking more of myself as a recipient of sacrifice. Yeah. You know, they didn't necessarily recognize that well when I was a kid, but you know... I, I, I actually like. I, I wouldn't I, actually. I wouldn't have thought did, of that. But actually, now that I think about that, that's actually a really great example of uh, of uh, of sacrifice. Anything that involves you giving of yourself, yeah, and not and nobody recognizing it. I think that's what epitomizes a deep level of sacrifice. Yeah, and I've I've noticed people often people who don't draw attention to themselves at all, but who kind of quietly do things behind the scenes. Amazing. And I've always thought that's, that's pretty great. When do you think that's like a, that. a personality where some people are okay with that and others just need to be recognized for everything recognized. they do? I don't they, know. I mean, I think, I think some people find it embarrassing to be recognized. Yes, there are actually. some. Actually, yeah. I think some people, it's not merely that they're being humble or whatever, that they really would genuinely rather not have people make a big deal out of, yeah. out of things I've that they that do. I've seen that with some people. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes... There could be a thing that, well, if you're known to have sacrificed in one instance, then you get kind of a reputation for being the person who sacrifices, and then everybody expects you to kind of oh, yes. do everything all the yeah. time. So there could be some self-protection yeah. going on there. I think I, I, I think you can see it uh, kind of growing with little children, with the way that they behave with each other. But I think that we, we in society, we kind of like applaud major sacrifices when they affect masses of people. Yeah. And well, I we, think- we kind of like that. What's interesting with this, the whole idea of being a living sacrifice, it's the idea that every moment of your life should be sacrificed, not that you're supposed to necessarily lay down your life and die, because through this, obviously, you're supposed to be living as a sacrifice, Mm -hmm. which means that you're giving up something, um, perhaps whatever it is that you want to do on a given day or a given moment. 
and you're doing something that's for the greater good or for someone else instead. Well, and I think that, in fact, Paul, what he's flipping here on the script of, of sacrifice is that he's really trying to pull us into a place of saying, and chapter 12 begins this way, saying what, what he wants us to do is to embrace the idea that we are to worship God. And this is what we do, and this is how we actually are transformed by worshiping God, and that's how we actually sacrifice. That's the, the, the living sacrifice is actually Isn't it saying, interesting, though, because you'd think that if worshiping God is supposed to be such a great thing and something that comes naturally to us that it wouldn't have to feel like a sacrifice. Maybe it's because we've, we don't understand the word sacrifice, or maybe sacrifice is, like, painful. Well, sacrifice sounds to me like it's giving up something. Yeah, doesn't it? Well, yeah, you're giving and, up something. And he says here, it, present you as a living sacrifice, way. holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Uh, but yeah, we actually are giving up something. Verse two: Do not be conformed to this world, which is going to repeat multiple yeah. times, right? And that's interesting and so too, says, because I mm-hmm. never really understand what that means. I think we're going to talk about that oh, more. I'm sure later he's going in to the explain week, in but great the whole detail, concept of like clothes of that we worldliness, wear, well, and the length of our what dress. it means, and what it and what the measures are. For what's yeah. worldly and what's I think we get into that more in yeah, the next few days. So I don't, yeah, I don't no, want to belabor do. the point right now. But I, I think that that's actually the key is that if the motive for sacrifice is to worship God, that's actually a very different place than the motive is to to do something for the for the glory of like giving up something or to but it's actually to just say, Look, I love God so much and therefore I present myself, my body, my mind, my all of me. Uh, to God, that's what Paul is trying to say, and I think I like this uh, heading, the living sacrifice. I'll be interested to see what the other translations this week kind of uh, do. That so, let me remind you of the question: What have you seen that epitomizes the concept of sacrifice? Look at that question with your friends today, as you begin this week, as we begin the entire new series, Followers of Jesus, and uh, and then we will connect tomorrow. Live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.